Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is brought to you by Gun Street Wiring, a micro-instrument electronics company obsessed with overall quality. That's right, they're a new approach to the guitar wiring market. Because, of course, when it comes to music, there is endless variety. But when it comes to your instruments, wiring your manufacturer generally gives you one type. However, Gun Street Wiring put forth a shiny alternative by creating a massive range of different wiring harnesses suitable for every single musical style. They have a a beautiful website where you can navigate around selecting your instrument shape, then choosing between 50s modern and hybrid wiring harnesses. And within that, every single different type of harness you can possibly imagine. It's an affordable mod, and if you go with Gun Street Wiring, it's a mod you simply won't regret. Check them out, gunstreetwiringshop.com. It's Guitar Nerds Gear of the Year! Hello and welcome to day four of 2018's Gear of the Year. We are Guitar Nerds. I'm Mark Packham, joined by Matt Knight, Hello. Jay Cross, Hi. and Joe Branton. Farewell. It's getting late in the evening and uh, you're wondering what clothes to wear. You're wondering now. Um, and we are day four days in to our marathon gear of the year session. We've already talked about best guitar, best amp, best stomp box, best multi-effect, best other thing. And today we are tackling the best bass thing of 2018, 2018's best product of 2017, and listeners' choice. So much the to talk about. The best and worst categories. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's do the worst one first and then we'll get it out of the way. Yeah. Listener's uh, choice. Yeah. No, this oh, one sorry. is sorry, best everyone. bass thing. Joe Branton, we're going to rely yes! on you heavy here um, as being the bass, bass specialist. Bass related queries. Um, let me read the list. Uh, there is a little bit of uh, upkeep to do to begin with because we've got essentially four Fender products. We've got Fender American, um, no, Fender... American American original original first of all, we've got to talk about the series, the same as we did on the guitars. So the same things happen yeah. for bass. So Fender is happening. Player, yeah, yeah. Fender American Performer, yeah. Fender American no. Original, original. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
And, and the other thing that we're talking about and is the Fender Rumble Studio. Yes, of course. Now, and Joe's been arguing that basses and amps should be different in the bass category. Because, no, because no, dear no, listener, no, no, we, no. we have cut things down in the other categories because they're, a, because they're individual categories. So it doesn't make sense for us to say, well, let's have three Fender guitars in, in there and then you know other brands only get one because it, it stands to reason that if one Fender's good, then another one could be good and we'll end up with Fender in the top three. With best bass things, they're all things. So there are amps, there are effects um you know there are accessories and there are bass guitars all in one thing and the thing with basses is you need both a bass and an amp will fender make 90 percent of the products for this <laughs> no yeah, that's not true there's other line. brands in this i still think we can only have one product per brand per category i think that makes it very very difficult because the problem is fender fender players which we selected the stratocaster you could make exactly the same argument for the basses as you as you could for player um, the big one, obviously, Fender American uh, Performer that's just come out has released um, a Mustang bass with a proper Mustang pickups, as we spoke about on last week's podcast, with a Perloid plate and a jazz pickup in the bridge in some amazing colours. It's it, it, it's an absolutely gorgeous looking bass. It, have you know? It, have you got to play one of those yet? No, no. Unfortunately, they 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 uh, they're just sort of coming in at the moment. This the Mustang is it, it, guitar or bass don't seem to have landed um, it, over here just yet. But both they of those are fantastic. Have. Yeah. Well, fine. My shop didn't get them. But uh, <laughs> um, the the other the other product, of course, that Fender released was the Fender Rumble Stage and Studio, which was their version of the mustang gt but as a rumble so we had like a modeling amp for specifically for bass um using the same uh like large single button and rotary control uh and screen system that you get on the mustang gt only voice for bass and it was fantastic and uh i, I can't remember what it was 800 no, is it eight? I is want to the, say eight hundred what? The Studio no, Forty Stage Eight Hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Studio Forty Stage Eight Hundred. Yeah, that's that's right. And 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 you know both both combos, but one a completely gig worthy combo. One a fantastic sort of home use solution, all with all of those built in effects and preamps. So, you know, when I was having a go on out, I was able to make that, you know, that that that. Uh, rumble sound like a great big ampeg stack and i think that sort of novelty for bass players is still still there a little bit because we don't get it very often that sort of modeling you so get like uh, i don't know the line six modeling bass, yeah. bass amps well yes yeah they absolutely are all there on the uh on the in on the helix oh yeah the, the yeah sure. no, the helix does have them but but just having them all not in an amp no, exactly. In an amp, and in an amp's where I want cap. them to be. Yeah, get line six power <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't deal with the. It doesn't have the frequency range response. Oh, well, so there you go. More useless. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So uh, I, I thought the rumbles were absolutely amazing. No one else is doing that. No one else has done what the rumbles have done. I thought it was amazing that they came out, and like I was like, I played them and listened to them, and I was like, these are not the GTs. Get very much. The Mustang GTs get painted with the. This is a great beginner product. I thought the Rumbles were like, this is a pro product, man. These sound great. The amp sims on there were incredible. The effects were, you know, broad and all-encompassing. I thought it was a fantastic amplifier solution. If Everyone knows you can't get a good amp at the moment. 
well, this had great sounding Ampeg sounds on it. Just buy the Stage 800. I think they're fantastic. But at the same time, the question is, how am I supposed to argue for that and not argue for a Mustang bass? It's not fair. Well, that's this is I, the question. No, See, I, I, I agree with Joe. No, no, yeah, no, no. I, I because well. the, oh, oh, so there might be two Fender products in one and two. That's weird, isn't it? I, no, I agree as well. I agree, I agree. I think with bass, you've got to be a bit more liberal. No. What do you mean, no? No. It's three against one. Fine, fine. This is stupid. There we I go. I mean, I still think maybe the Black Star unit is probably the better bass amp. <laughs> okay, so, so should we should we start talking about amplifiers? Oh, yeah, I think you need to decide which Fender bass you're submitting yeah. then. Right, uh, right, I got think two seconds. I, I would say the what? I would say the Mustang American Performer, but but you guys I mean, all have so a say talk, as well. Talking about the so the series the the options are in the American Originals, which obviously they came out earlier and they came out at the start of the year. There's the um, 60s P bass, 60s jazz bass, 70s jazz bass, and 50s P bass. I think is the, there a 70s jazz bass? Yeah, American sure? Original 50s, 70s jazz bass. Yeah, there is a danger here that. that you go for the American Performer Mustang. You have not yet played, and you get shouted down in the final five because you've not played it. So bear that in mind. I think. Uh, so and then in the in the pla- in the players uh, sorry in the player series there's um uh player base sorry there's uh p base jazz base jaguar and then base. fretless jazz base and then jaguar base yeah um and then in the original there again is mu- uh, jazz I, P I, I do appreciate what you're saying but we think that's the best thing they've released. Uh, that Mustang put it in the list. Just... Fine, put it in the list. I'm happy with that. So, so we've got in the list now. We've not actually talked about the list. Fender American Performer Mustang, Black Star Unity Combo, Fender Rumble Studio uh, Stage. Stage. We're going to do Stage rather than Studio. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Reverend Guitars, um, Michelle Undeng Undeg Undicio Cello Undicello. I think it's Undicello. Undicio Cello. Undicello. Yeah. Um, Pigtronics uh, Philosopher Bass Mini, Squire Contemporary Jazz Active, Ernie Ball Stingray Special, and the Orange Terror Bass. Mm. Um, can I talk about something really quickly before we dive into sure. it? Sure, if you must. Um, I want to talk about the uh, Stingray Specials because I think these That's have gone under say. the radar a little bit. Um, a little so bit, they? We all know what a Music Man Stingray is, and they've been the same for, well, since they since they became... Well, yeah, since they had their first major thing from changing from the three-neck pl- neck bolt to the five... Um, bolt neck and they've kind of stayed the same forever like the ones that I was selling to people in 2001 are kind of the ones that you were buying until recently but Only Ball have just released um, the Stingray Special so what they've done is basically taken the original design um, revoiced them with new pickups so you've got neodymium magnets in the pickups now Um, they've also switched from a 9 to an 18 volt preamp so more powerful preamps. Do you know we went to the Music Man factory and saw these just yes. as they were about yeah. to be released? Yeah. Um, they've also done this thing, so they've made the bodies lighter as well. Overall, yeah. do we know if they're doing that through like chambering or is it just nicer wood? The bodies are actually thinner, smaller. They've right. sh- basically given them a, a shave. Yeah. Okay, fine. But it can't be that much because they, they look the same. They don't... Up close, I think if you AB'd them, yeah. you'd, you'd notice... You could tell when you saw them. You could tell, a yeah. smaller body. Fine. But, and you'll, I guess, kind of... You forget how thick and re- an old Stingray actually was. They were quite a deep, yeah. sort of yeah. thickness. I, so. I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm the least bass player here. Here, yeah. <laughs> and these, I mean, I was also very wowed by the Music Man factory. It was sure. absolutely incredible. But when you saw these and you saw the passion coming out of, you know, the the family, you know, who who build it, you're just like, yeah. And I just think, like I said, like slightly thinner, slightly smaller. 
you picked it up it felt great it was just like playing a bass version of the, the guitars I love. Yeah, the the baked maple necks. Yeah, everything, and about them. everything is just so down to perfection. They, another the thing that they've done, another thing, because I had a Stingray for a bit, and one of the complaints that I had was like the tuning uh, keys were just not very good. They were like massive, and they just weren't particularly useful. Yeah, so they've um, redesigned those. They've redesigned well. them. They've basically <laughs> taken everything about the Stingray and all the complaints people have had. You know, people love Stingrays, but there have been kind of complaints over the years of like, yeah, they are a bit heavy. Like the one I had, which was like just natural finish. Um, it was just so heavy. It just felt it's, like a big log, you know? you know. And what I love about Music Man is they're trying to do everything in-house. Yes. That, like they're not going, what's a smaller hip shot machine head we could buy? It's like, no, one of the engineering team will build and make a new machine head. Yeah. So everything is proprietary. Yeah, totally, totally. And the pickup is their own still. They've not suddenly decided to put in Seymour Duncan or something like that. So, yeah, I just wanted to give that a shout because I think that's gone under the radio and actually is quite a big change because they've not changed for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, and if you guys are saying that you saw them in the flesh and they were really good, then I'm kind of willing to stand by just, that as, just a, the whole as a cool thing. Is a cool thing. Um, so, is there anything else that people want to just give us a bit more insight on? Uh, maybe the Squire Contemporary Jazz Active? Yeah, so it came came out at the same time as the uh, uh, the contemporary guitars. Um, very very similar in design. So there's 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 two there's two series. There's there's the contemporary jazz and then the contemporary active jazz. Um, the ja- the the non active comes in metallic blue or metallic red um, with uh, you know obviously uh, Squire passive pickups, uh, and then the active follow suit with the uh the guitars in that they've got these new uh sqr um what active does that stand pickups. for does it sound anything in particular or? i think it's just an abbreviation squire, squire. oh okay fine squire yeah. quality reverbs there's no reverb mate squire quality oh, resonance reverb. That'd be great. um so yeah um really a bit of an interesting one so it's i think these more so than the guitars are kind of treading on the uh the the sort of stomping grounds of people like Ibanez in terms of like yeah. metal basses because they're ma- so they're maple neck yeah One thing which is quite unusual realize, for super unusual for a jazz bass I was just looking at it and I was like oh wait there's no like metal plate with the controls on it's like mounted direct directly onto the body yeah yeah. and then the jack plate I was like oh yeah that looks cool it looks really modern they've, I mean, in they've flat ba- black with, I tell you what it's the matching headstock for me completely completely and that's the, that's the theme that runs throughout the, the contemporary series is is they've got that 12 inch radius and the matching headstock it's just a couple of little features that really do the, make it a modern well contemporary instrument if you wanted to change the pickups in that for example are they standard spacing or are they slightly different it looks like they, they look pretty proprietary I think you'd struggle to switch them out but I guess at a base at this price you know, the idea is kind well, of... Do you, that not, you can fit a EMG active pickup Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm they're just quite, they're if, very, very wide. I would be pickups. I would be very surprised if that hasn't been... I was actually just consider, thinking about taking it out altogether. Considering, the, considering the sort of modular, uh, modern, mm. modding uh, platform that... I, I would have thought so too. It's just the, tend to be. the width of those pickups yeah. is, is I, quite I, substantial. I'm the only sure. thing I'm surprised is the placement of the battery box which is above where the controls are, but I would have thought they would have tried to fit the battery under the plate rather than putting a separate battery box. Yeah, but then the difference is... Uh, it's What you can get in that is you can have see, the back plate with a little battery yeah. clip in it, but I've found often like they're a bit rubbish. 
because right. the battery clip is mounted on a bit of plastic rather yeah. than like inset in the wood itself. I think that's the only thing cosmetically. And, it just and I well the other side of it though is you don't need a screwdriver to change the battery. Exactly. That, yeah, yeah, but you could do like Music Man have done and build that battery box into the back plate. Yeah, but so what I'm saying is I find that a lot of the time those are a bit flimsy and not great. Whereas mm. this actually is. I think having the, the not smaller um, clip in. Uh, housing is better than having a larger clipping housing. Yeah, I um, I, I'm kind of down with these. You know what Fender have done is, you know, they've looked at, you know, what kind of custom jazz based companies have done, which is, you know, a lot of the time they remove the metal plate and they'll have the controls mounted directly on the yeah. body and just gone. Why don't we do that for like a few hundred quid? And it'll be it'll be great. It's really funny. I when we were all at Nam in January, I was um, I overheard the the Squire product team talk doing giving an interview with someone, some magazine, and they you know they said, "Oh, it's fantastic what you've done here. Like you've really taken Squire and turned it into a really modern um, and accessible sort of metal instrument." And they were just like, "I mean, really, all we've done here is we've." Made it a twelve-inch radius, and we've made it a matching headstock. Like it's not that different. Well, and, and active pickups and stuff. And there's active pickups in there, of course. But it, it is funny that it really isn't a huge deviation from mm. what you would expect. But it makes such a difference in terms of a modern playable, playable instrument. Yes, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Not um, you know, not for everyone. Those active pickups is never you know hyper compressed. It's never going to be for everyone. But um, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing to have in the range. I think. I don't think it's going to make the final five, but I want to talk about the Michelle Undicello, um, which oh. is from Reverend, the latest Reverend signature model. I think um, this is great. Absolutely fantastic. It's essentially, uh, if you imagine the body shape of the Billy Corgan, which has kind of become one of the standard body shapes at Reverend, um, it's a base version of that. Uh, single P-Base style pickup in there, uh, concentric volume tone, so there's only one control, but do- like which double stack. Which looks fantastic. Um, and three colour options. Set uh, neck as well. Set neck as well, yeah. Um, and, you know, as with everything Reverend, the hardware is super chunky. I would imagine the setup is fantastic. I've not had a chance to play one of these. I think there's going to be very few UK yeah. shops who actually yeah. carry this. So it can't be in the top five. I just wanted to point it out because Reverend really haven't done much stuff that's... Well, they've done nothing that's made our gear of the year list this year uh, apart from this. Yeah, and I'm sure uni- the Unity colour sounds better than yeah, the black one. Yeah, according to Billy Corgan, the Unity colour will sound better. Oh, uh, they've got a white one. That's probably the best one. Yeah, that's what uh, Billy Corgan says are the best sounding guitars. Um, so, yeah, do um, do check it out. I just wanted to give a little shout out to Reverend because they are doing some some cool stuff but that can knock off the list for now can someone fill me in on the pictronics philosopher bass mini uh yeah sure but the uh i mean the 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 philosophers the philophilus the philosophers (laughs) all these vegans just got falafel on the mind the whole time uh the philosophers bass compressor um is something that they've done for ages they have rehoused that in a, in a smaller one. pedal, okay. yeah. Have they, taken off one, have they taken off one control? Was the Philosopher's Tone had five controls, didn't it? If I remember rightly, did it? Yeah, and um, I don't, and, I, and whatever they've controlled taken off is obviously pointless because the four that are on there, blend, sustain, volume, and grit, seem like the four that you would probably want. Anyway. Yeah, that's absolutely what you want. I've got a lot of time for this compressor. I think it's very good. Does I have Billy the Sheen use one of these. Billy Sheen used to use the the full the guitar version, the the Philosopher's. 
tone mm-hmm. uh the the, the sort yeah. of longer one that they that they didn't and, and yeah i thought that was a fantastic pedal the grip feature on here i think makes it more than just a compressor it's a preamp as yeah. well as yeah. a compressor and sounds fantastic it certainly was i always thought this is absolutely billy sheehan's sound because that grip control like brings in almost a just a a, a fizzy distortion underneath everything which is a very unusual thing to want unless yeah. you are sort of finger tapping around on a on a Yamaha attitude yeah, base. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's a bit of a weird control. But yeah, I think these are fantastic. Um, uh, you know, again, I I I think it because it's just a, a mini rehousing. It's yeah. possibly not. It's, it's not. It's not like wowed anyone in terms of its release. Is it? Some people no. like Pigtronic stuff. Maybe you want to downsize your board. I mean, your foot's still the same size, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about the Orange Terra Bass, because this actually is quite a big deal. So there's been a, a Terra Bass out for a while, um, but the previous version was Class D Power Amp. Is that right? Sorry, say it again. The previous uh, Bass Terra was a Class D Power Amp. That's right, stave. yeah. Uh, no, with a valve front end. With a valve front end. But now the most recent one, they've ditched the Class D and have now gone for a solid state Power Amp. That's right. They've also added um, a uh, a little gain toggle on the, on the new um, on on the new one, so so you can you can run it quite hot, or you can you know keep, try and keep it clean. Trying to keep these amps clean on the previous versions was something that was quite tricky um mm. but yeah that's that's essentially the size of it they sound great they've made the eq much more usable because the eq eq literally did nothing on the old one it yeah. didn't matter you where just you had in, any you, of the controls you had orange tone sef- yeah and that it was sounded it. like an orange yeah. i actually played several gigs on bass using a bass terror really there yeah. you go see and i actually thought they were, they were wicked well, certainly, I would say they were definitely it, certainly in the line of music I was doing. They have been the most common, most popular amp say, head like, I have seen. I remember when I did like one. Well, I probably did about twenty, thirty shows where I played bass, and that was the one bass amp that was like a constant at that show. And actually, I think it's nice to see. It's slightly sort of redesigned and brought back in, really. Yeah. I um, I had listened to one of these because obviously, you know, my favourite amp of all time is the uh, Little Mark, the first one, which is a solid state power amp and not a Class D power amp. And I kind of feel that those amps were not as good when they went to a Class D. So it was interesting for me to see the difference. Now Orange have kind of gone the De- other way. Definitely more open, definitely less 100%. Choked. They 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 introduced this actually with a, a brand new bass cab, a single 12 um lightweight bass cab uh which which looks fantastic as with all things orange there is a lot a lot of mids going on yeah. with, all, with all of this gear a very inescapable isn't that the, th- isn't that the thing now for bass players though mids, all the honk, mids. Honk. honk well i guess grunge is kind of in at the moment isn't it yeah. so it is so yeah i i love the cabs mids i think they the might best. be the coolest cabs on the market mids are definitely the best mids are the best no, they're, they're worth pushing mids are the best but, uh, mids Cut are the mid. best big but mid it, scoop mid. the mid not not scoop it mark boost mid scoop pack them boost the bass boost the treble leave the mid where it is can't wait can't wait for the the new random heroes record leave the mids Leave the mids where it, uh, where they turn the mids up. Um, okay, one last thing in this category, and then let's talk a little bit about the Black Star Unity. Um, Joe, have you had a chance to give them a good go? Yeah, the Black Star Unities are super cool. I think. I mean, I'm about to say that I think you know the the Fender Rumble stage is the best thing this year, but but 
at the, sa- at the same time, thing, I'm right? going to say with the unity, I'm going to say, why is anyone making base combos? <laughs> but <laughs> but it, yeah, it seems like a weird thing to release a lot. I understand why Fender did it because it's supposed to be an all-in-one solution. With Blackstar, it's like an entire series of like six or seven different amplifiers all in combos. And I'm, I'm kind of a bit like, man, if you were going to release a new range of bass amps when 99% of bass players are, are, are sharing a cab at a gig and, and bringing on and off a head, why wouldn't you release a head version? It, why would you release so many different versions it's, of this the is combo? Their, this is their first bass amp, right? Foray into, but yeah. It seems weird. It seems that like they, they started this idea 20 years ago. Well, it, also, just, it also seems weird that they are going after essentially kind of a practice amp as their first stab at bass amps if i was them i would be treading on their the sort of the you know the modern heritage of of what black star is and making making an ampeg yeah you know make a british made ampeg. No that's what they should that. be doing Why i guess no i guess it's more about you know if you've got a shop in the middle of nowhere that is a black star dealer but you know doesn't really stock any other bass amps then providing a small practice base amp for people to get going on is great. Fair, but fair point. what they perhaps should have done is do a head as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you what? know, if they stand behind how these amps sound, then maybe there should be a head in the line as well as One the practice One thing that stuff. is an excellent argument for what you've just said is Ashdown literally made the, their entire name from themselves by making affordable combos that then turned up in every single practice room and yeah. small venue in the country. Well, and to replace the Trace Elliots that yeah, were, yeah, were, were there the generation before. Yeah, yeah of course, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Black Star very much, I guess, if you if you think about it like that. Yes, you're absolutely right. These are small dealerships, starter players. That you know, Black Star are hoping people are going to buy into these Unities as their first amp. In the same way that Ashdown got so many like young players from it being everyone's first amp as we were growing up. Maybe the same thing will happen with the unity i still think they should have had a head because i still think even when you're starting out when you're playing shows you're probably supporting someone and they've probably got a cab that you'll be sharing and you yeah. expected mm. to bring your own head trying to bring but your again, own base I think, but again it you know it comes back to it comes back to uh the idea that there's not that many people gigging true true that that is an a, a great point i actually think the unity has some great features on it it has some real essentials like really aimed at sort of young players or beginners in that it has a built-in compressor and it has a built-in drive and the drive has three separate uh voices you can run it like a like a classic a modern or a flat sort of uh eq'd um voice which is uh which is very very cool so i think one other thing they look fantastic I love that cool. they've got. I love that they've they've just put the logo there, which mm. I think is a new logo. Well, they've yeah, actually, they've as opposed to the as opposed to the name Black Star, they've just put their logo, which is a black star. Yeah, I think I think it looks really classy. Well, their yeah. new logo is the is also the word black and then a star. They've yeah, stopped yeah, yeah. writing yeah. star. So I'm into it. I think it's um, it's cool. Having said that, we've got seven things on this list, and we need five things on this list. So, is there anything that we think? doesn't make the cut straight away. Maybe the the bass mini, the philosopher's bass mini. I that was the first thing that jumped to mind with me, the uh, Pigtronics philosopher bass mini. It's how not do, really a top 5. How no, do we no. feel about losing yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, let's lose that. Fine. That means we've got one more thing to cut. Is there oh, anything that's tough. Is there anything that is a lock? I, for me and I know I'm the as I say the most unbased person here, yeah. but having seen them played them and been to the factory, to me, it's the, the only ball. I think because they've really gone... It's so difficult when you've got a legacy product to then go, 
we really do need to modernise this, but not, we don't want to upset people. And they've listened to the things, you know, a lot of the feedback you get from people who, you know, maybe end up like buying a Jazz or a P-Bass is like, oh, I tried this thing there, it was really heavy and like, yeah, it's just like felt a bit unwieldy. And if yeah. they've, like you say, shaved a bit off the body and made them a bit lighter, yeah. fantastic. I mean, you look at all the bases that some like modern gent bands and stuff that are moving to, like ridiculous ding walls and things yeah. like that. They need it to look contemporary yeah, and yeah. have that contemporary feel, and I think they've done that. Yeah, and you know the improvement in the pickups, improvement in the machine heads—they're all improvements that I think have been a long time coming on the uh, on the Stingray. Um, Jay Cross, what would you lock? Uh, the, the Mustang. I think it's the first time that there's a proper Mustang base available. American uh, Performer Mustang. The American Performer Mustang. I, um... I appreciate we're going off spec here because I haven't tried one, but the fact that you've got that proper. Uh, middle position split coil is something that people you know people in this room let alone people in the outside world have been crying out for for years are they in shots because I'm sure I saw this base in Germany but I might be wrong uh, I think I think the first yeah. I think the first lot's gone out yeah, yeah. I think so I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw one in the shop in Germany and I thought it looked amazing Joe B what's the lock the lock's the Rumble Stage. Rumble's two Fender products, blimey. Okay, so in that case, I'm going to lock... I can't the... believe Jay Cross got to pay more money than me. It's totally unfair. I'm going to... <laughs> got to do what? Pay more money than me. Yeah. Sponsoring the podcast. Oh, yeah. right, see. Um, I'm going to lock the Orange Sorry. Terror Base because I tried one and it sounded fantastic and I think it is genuinely a massive improvement on the previous ones and I kind of feel like it's the best product on this list. I think that, like... If, how many people bought the original Terrabase and now there's a new, better version that's not mm-hmm. loads of money? Mm-hmm. It just sounds better. It makes more sense to me. It, it, yeah, I think that that would do it. Um, so we've got two left. We've got the Black Star Unity and the Squire Contemporary Jazz Active. What are we saving? I, I mean, I, I think we I think we should defer this to Joe, to be honest with you. I, I, I've not tried the Black Star. I don't know. Um, I have tried the Contemporaries. I think they're good. They're not for me. Um, it's, I mean, not, I, it's, not my, it's not my cup of tea. I understand why they exist. And being I think it's a non-base but... player. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Looking at just the web pages and kind of reading about it, and you going back to... Obviously, the stage has got a lot of modelling in it that gives you that Ampeg sound, but it sounds like the Black Star is designed to just do that. It's very, very simple, but they're going, we're going at a 6L6 style power stage and we're trying to make something much more vintage. It That feels like 
I'd rather have that over the active jazz. The active jazz. Joe B, what are you thinking? Um, I, I'm I'm willing. I think the. But then I really like the contemporary jazz. But then maybe I'd have the I'd probably have the unity over the stage. Maybe. I think there are plenty of other bass guitars that we didn't pop on this list. Um, Such as. Uh, he can't think of anything now. The, the oh, was it, that wasn't me. That wasn't me trying the to be Stonefield a, Stinger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't pick, believe pick the Stinger didn't get uh, that. Was like, yeah. oh no, it was this year. It was, it was this, this year. year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I think it would be fair to put the Black Star Unities on here. Wow. Okay. Fine. That's totally not what I was expecting you to say at all. So we're saying goodbye to the Squire Contemporary Active Jazz, um, and then I guess we need to put these in an order. Really. Um, <laughs> has anyone got a preference? For number one on the list, I guess they'll be the ones that we just said, right? So, yeah. Um, so, is, is anything we think should be fifth? Maybe Black Star Unity, because none oh, yeah, of us I said it so. as our I first so. one. Okay. So, yeah. let's go with that at number five. Then, um, how are we feeling about the rest of the list? It, I mean, it, this is more difficult because this is obviously an area where, as much as I really hate to admit it. Joe has the upper hand. He's on got us. The, this is the he's, only area in life where he's got more knowledge yeah. than most people. I, I, yeah, I would only be really a lot of it would be me basing on what I would buy, and I would buy the Stingray if I had to go in yeah. to a bass shop now and buy a, a bass. bass shop. A bass shop. <laughs> a bass shop. They don't do some exist. fishing. Bass shops. Bass uh, and tackle. Can I say I don't <laughs> feel comfortable putting the American Perform Mustang anywhere higher than fourth because none of us have tried it. We all think it looks super cool. We've seen the quality of the other American performers. But we haven't tried this particular bass, so I don't think it can be top three. I'm willing to give you that. How do we feel about that? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's pretty academic, but there's kind of nothing yeah. we can do about that. So we've got a top three then. Uh, Fender Rumble Stage, Orange Terror Bass, and Ernie Ball Stingray Special. Um, any preferences for number three, Matt? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I it was really between, it's between the Terror Bass and the Rumble Stage. And I'd probably buy a Terra base over a Rumble stage. I'd really like to put together a Fender agenda. Continues the to Fender agenda. Continues to play push through the big boss versus the Fender agenda. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd like Thoughts? to put forward a, an argument for the Rumble stage. Um, what being number one? Yeah. Okay. Um, just because I think my overall my overall theme for this year's Gear of the Year was looking for uh, things that were unique or things that that changed something, um, that changed the game or, or offered more. And I think the Rumble stage is something that was one of the first products that's an all-in-one modelling and effects unit for bass players that can be used live, not just for rehearsal. It's very, very good. It sounds great. It's something that bass players have not had access to before. And yeah, it it's, it's a brilliant product. I agree that the Stingray is fantastic and excellent modernization. Listening to the public, brilliant idea. The Terra Base for me, what? sorry, terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the the Terra Base for me is 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 great. Um, I wasn't that big a fan of the sound of them the first time round, and that's maintained the same this time round. I think it's an oh, affordable. I don't think that's orange. fair. I think they sound a fair bit better than I, I, I'm, I'm literally saying sort of personally yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I find their tone shaping not that great that doesn't mean I don't think they're a really important really good product I just I, I just I, I just never use one and, and for that reason I can't put it top two J-Cross um, the Rumble's just given a lot more to what essentially is a re-release of an old product where they've added a drive switch yep 
It's it's a little outside my wheelhouse, to be honest I mean, with you. I mean, is, I, I I also have, was never a big fan of the orange terror base. I thought that the AD two hundred is unbelievable, yeah. and Great I, I amp as well. yeah, I, but I just I think that is unbelievable and really untouchable Can when I... it comes to high wattage amps. But the the um, the Terror Base has never been my never been my favourite. The Stingrays I thought looked great when we when we first talked about them on Gear of the Year. Uh, when we first talked about them on the podcast, I've not seen them IRL and the Rumble Stage again, just not something that I'd use yeah. in general. But I, I think this, this, I think it's a cool product. Can I can I just say something? I actually think we've made potentially the wrong choice with the stage. I think the smaller one is the best the studio. Choice. Because yeah. I think that's the one that's going to reach the more amount of players who mm. are going to inspire. Yeah. I can't see many bass players who get to a gigging level using the stage. It's also quite a lot of money, the 638 yeah. quid. I think more a- people would use the studio, which is the smaller one, and I think that would inspire more bass players. How, how do we feel about a list that reads Black Star Unity, American Performer Mustang... Orange Terror Base. Wait, Black Star Unity first? No. You're going in reverse. But yeah, sorry, right, fifth. Right. Yeah, Black Star Unity fifth. <laughs> American Performer Mustang fourth. Third is the Orange Terror Base. Yeah. Second, Fender Rumble Studio. First, Ernie Ball Stingray Special. I mean, I'm happy with that, but I... How would we all feel about that? I can get behind that. Because it means the Fender Studio... Because I think going with the studio is a better idea than going with the stage. And I think, for me, if we were going with the stage, that would be fourth on the list. But the studio, I can see more applications for in for what it is. Very well. For I can't, audience. but uh, I, I disagree. I don't I think just, it's got a wider thing, but I'm, I'm willing to... Uh, but like Matt was saying, and like you said earlier with the argument about, you know, taking your own amp, if you're at the point where you're gigging, are you going to lug a massive well, that's, combo that's with you? That's what was confusing me because I was running through my head and I was like, hold on, we're saying that the if you're at the gigging point, you've got a black star, you wouldn't take a black star unity. They should have made a head. Then surely that's why when I, when I was actually looking at it, I was but this is an effect to, solution as well. But I was I was expecting to see the rumble stage as a head and the studio being the combo. Right, yeah. And I was like, because the way you were talking about the black star, and then I saw it, I was like, doesn't make I, sense. I'm comfortable with the Ernie Ball Stingray special winning and the Fender Rumble studio coming second. How does everyone yeah, feel about that? Cool with that. Should have gone with the. Uh... Player P base. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I told you. I told you. I said that going American performer Mustang's a gamble because well, it only, basically no, 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 can't no, no, win. No, no, no. You said it's a gamble because we might decide that we can't put it at the top, and then it came to it, and you went, "Well, we're not putting it at the top." Well, I mean, I told you. <laughs> up front. So, but like once you said that, I mean, it's like, if okay, you want to well, if you want to make an argument for putting something at the top that none of us have seen in the flesh or played. Um, and I have actually reservations to the fact that it's too pickup, which is kind of not correct. Um, by all means, make that argument. But for me, it sits right in fourth place. Sure no. thing. There we go. Sure no thing. Argument. So, well, Dictator Packham. We'll get rid of this category and move on to the best category of gear of the year. Listener's choice. Oh. <laughs> I thought we should just run through listener's choice really quickly. So um, congratulations to the Fender Rumble Studio and Ernie Ball Stingray Special for winning uh, or co- getting through that category. Uh, I wanted to talk about winner's choice next before we have a break. Sorry, into, uh, sorry listener's choice. Winner's even. choice. Winner's, Loser's were, choice. Our listeners are all winners. Oh, yeah, Cutter's sorry. Yeah, choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cutter's <laughs> choice. 
<laughs> cutter's choice. Um, so the cutter's choice category. No, um, I wanted to do this. Then we'll have a quick break. Then we'll talk about 2018's best product of 2017. We'll wrap this up and we'll come back tomorrow and then we'll do the final showdown. Oh, my word. So listener choice, we threw it open to um, Facebook and Patreon and Twitter and Instagram to get some nominations. Uh, and there were five nominations. Um, and I'm going to read... Re- re- well, read no, what, what happened was we, we put out... Sorry, there were loads of nominations. We picked the five highest... And then, then put people it through voted on those. to yeah, a Facebook absolutely. poll um, in the Facebook group. Um, and in reverse order, the results were, at number five, the Benson Vincent 30. The Didn't even make our top five pedals. It's, it's an, an amp. amp. Top That's five why. amps. <laughs> um, in, Sorry, I was thinking of the preamp. Uh, in four, uh, the Boss DC2W. In three, the Charvel Pro Mod DK24. In, oh. in two, the Fender Player Stratocaster. Oh, I've always liked those people. And in number one, <laughs> the Line 6 HX Stomp. So actually, we normally we'd pass the two winners through to the final, but turns out they're already there yeah. with the HX Stomp winning the uh, multi-effects category. That, and Does so, that mean we've got less things to get rid of I think we might have, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to have, what, eight, nine things? No, ten things. Ten things, no, twelve things to fight over. So, um, just just to have a look at the listeners' choice in a little bit more detail, the Benson Benson Vincent Thirty, which is an amp I haven't used, so I don't know anything. Unfortunately, about it. I don't think they're you can't easy. Get them here, I don't basically. think you can get them in the UK at the moment, which is a shame. All oh, right, okay, well there we go. Then there's the DC Two W, which uh, which Mark said shouldn't have been up there. Yeah, uh, listeners Boring. disagree. Then there's the Charvel. Which we put up there. The Strat, which we should have put first, but you guys are idiots. Like, I, I agree with the listeners. Our fantastic, genius listeners. You, wait uh, a second. And then, and then the HX Stomp, which um, me and Joe were fighting for. And again, you guys were um, pissing against the wall. That DC2W is still winding me up. Still annoying. Um, I'm going to buy you one for Christmas. Do we, do, thanks. <laughs> do we want a, straight on do, do want a break? <laughs> or do you want to go straight into 2018's product of 2017? I, I'm happy to go... Let's go. Let's just go. Let's, let's plow through. Keep on rolling, baby. So, 2018's best product of 2017 is the category where we look at the uh, last year's uh, top products. Uh, well, there's actually nine here. I guess probably because something won listeners' choice again, as well as also going through. Yeah, right. Um, so we've got nine products from the categories that uh, won that got through last year, and we're going to talk about what held up and what didn't held up. And I think what, what didn't, didn't hold up. up. <laughs> What didn't hold up? <laughs> um, sorry, we've been podcasting for a long time, yeah. um, and I think we just crowned one overall winner on this because none of these are going through to the final. See, this I, year. I still no, it I can't disagree, it and I think happen. they should go through to the final. No, because no, if, no, no. If one of last year's products, this is a fantastic it, list of products. We had a good one last, last year. Last year was oh, very, very year, strong. We're going to look back on this and be like, ooh. No, no, no. This year's got some strong products. So let's run down uh, the 2017 products. So Ernie Ball, Sterling, uh, James Valentine, the Boss M- MS3, oh. EVH 5153, 15 more LBX2. Rubbish. Electronics <laughs> Canyon. Yes. The Epiphone SL. Best guitar ever. Tate mm. FX Brexit. Yeah. Uh, BMB not? Drive, it's now called. Yeah. Uh, the Orange Rocker 32. Yeah. Yep. The uh, Echoline Everest Drive. Best yep. pedal ever. And the Fender Offset Mustang Bass. <laughs> oh, I love a Mustang. <laughs> Clearly. Wait, Fender Offset Mustang Bass, also then a Mustang this year. Right. Yeah, the there we go. Because yeah, Mustang Bass Mustangs are cool. Right. So I think, what are we going to cut? I think 
Oh, well, are we doing it that way? Cut and shut. I think we've got I to think, cut. I think Do you know what? It's funny looking at a lot of these and I'm going, oh, they're good oh, products, but I don't think... Right, any- here's one. Right, what we'll do is we'll go from the start and I'll go, has it held up? Yeah, you okay. say yes or no. That's the answer. Ernie Ball, Sterling, James Valentine, has yes. it held up? I think not only is it held up, it's proved itself as to be like a modern classic. Yeah. Boss MS3, has it yes. held up? Yeah, of yeah, I think so. an yeah, absolute yeah. game changer. Oh, that thing. said, that said, we um, we talked about this a little bit beforehand when we were, before we were podcasting. I'm not sure that the MS3 has held up quite as well as the ES series has. Okay. I, well, I don't think. Keep that opinion. You just need to say to yes yourself. or no right now. Keep that now. opinion to yourself. Keep that opinion. <laughs> yeah, Jay, keep it to yourself. We can use that when it comes down to deciding what's one. EVH 51, 53, 15, what LBX2 has it held up? I the think, what? I think it's, the what? I think, I think it's think, held up, but I, I do think that we made a mistake in giving in going for the EVH over the orange last year in terms of amps. Matt, am I, am I cutting it? Uh, well... The thing is, we actually said earlier when we cut mm-hmm. the EVH this year's one that we were like, oh, we had a lunchbox last totally. year and it was and great. It, and it was, it was great and it is a great amp, but I still think at the time we, I think that we, we should have gone with yeah. the orange over the yeah. EVH. I'm cutting it. Electronics Canyon. Yeah, I mean, what an absolutely amazing uh, I have people stop talking about it though. Whoa. The Canyon came third last year, didn't it? Uh, fourth. No, I think it came third. Maybe it came third, maybe. I don't know. I think that came third and the EVH came fourth. It's a wonderful, wonderful... Everstrife is fifth. Modulated, delay, octaving, delay tails. I think it was very... Here's an electromonics pedal. And then everyone's like, yay. And then it's like, next week. Here's another... And I just... I I kind of feel people are leapfrogging away. No, I don't don't think so. It's still one of the best delay pedals you can get. Let's keep it on there for now. Epiphone SL. Again, I think... And we talked talked about this afterwards. We, again, made the wrong choice. You should have gone with the Mustang. I actually forgot this guitar even existed. Yeah. Yeah. Getting rid? I think once... once We talked about him a lot over this this week's worth of podcast, but once Ryan ran out of videos to do on the Epiphone SL, I think no everyone, one else everyone just forgot about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Tate uh, FX BMB drive. Fantastic drive pedal. There yeah. are a lot of drive pedals out and there, A lot though. of people yeah. have started to pick up on it. I also think that Tate have released some better products. Now, I would agree. I really like the That's Antares, really nice. And also the Raise the Dead has come out since then as well, which uh, we all really like as well. So... I'm, I'm thinking. I think because yes. he's grown as a builder, that was his first pedal, his first project. So. Yeah, I think we so lo- does it go? We, we lose that for now. Cool. Um, Orange Rocker Thirty Two. I actually forgot this existed until I went to a shop the other week. I was like, oh yeah, and I remember loving it though. It was yeah, yeah. a great. Pe- I think they're, I think they're great, great amps. Amp. I think they're great amps. I'm I'm not sure that it's, um, I'm not sure that it's like quite a modern classic, but I think it's uh, I think it's a good amp. Yeah, and we keeping it or cutting it? I keep it for now. Keep, keep it for it now. For now. Okay. Echoline Everest Drive. Yes, 100%. Should have won. Should have won last <laughs> I, year. I think he should have won two years. Echoline should have won though, two years running. Uh, he's obviously, because I think recently they announced they're going through some like changes, aren't they? Yeah, so they sold a lot. Changes. Exactly like that. And they're, they're getting rid of a lot of those and they're bringing yes. other stuff in. So I'm thinking like he's kind of gone, I'm going to do something better. Totally. I think the, the Everest Drive's got to go. Fender Offset oh. Mustang Bass. Well, I forgot this also existed. Me too. <laughs> what do you mean you forgot this existed? I, I think it's the most... Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's the most popular bass at the moment. I just think the more, Fender, Fender more released of this so much than anything other else. stuff. But the, nothing is popular. Just, Everyone's buying them. All the kids are playing them. They're, yeah. still, they're still super popular. Mate, and they're, 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 they're the most popular bass again. It stays on the list. stays on the list. So we've got a cut one. Um, we've got four left. The Sterling James Valentine, the Boss MS3... Electronics Canyon and the Fender Offset Mustang. Oh, you just deleted God. the orange. 
Uh, yeah, did we say we were keeping the orange? We did, yeah. Okay, well, which one should we delete now? The orange. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, save me a job. Um, right, so we've got four left. Uh, Matt, if you had to cut one, what would it be? Mm, oh, I don't know. Thing is, I love the Valentine, and I love the MS3, so it's one of the other products. Well, see, on, the, th- the thing is, I, I, do we need I'm to... I'm not saying this is getting cut. What I'm saying is... You you say it, and then if someone else says it, then we cut it. Should we just pick top two? All right, well, we just pick our no, top we two? need to pick top one. All right. Oh, okay. right. I mean, pick your top one, that's then. the Valentine, then. Yeah. What, for then. everyone? No, no. What's your top one? Matt Knight. I, I had... Play... Mm, I'm trying to weigh up, really, over the last 12 months, what made a bigger impact to me. And I do love the Valentine. I See, I, I think that the Valentine and the MS3 are both great products i'd I say they're my top two they are to me they're the top two the, i agree the, so if i got rid of the canyon and the mustang base yeah. from this list yeah, yeah, it's fine i think the thing is my thoughts on this category though is it, it isn't so much a competition uh, about what is legacy is, which is what you're trying to make it you're trying to rush it through as a competition which isn't what it is it's supposed to be a reflection on what these products are now in comparison to what we thought they would be this time last okay, year. Well, yeah. And I think what we've done is just gone about it the wrong okay, way by just deleting think, stuff. No, no, it's not about... No. It's not deleting. What I'm saying is, okay, let's go back and, you know, if we think about the Fender Offset Mustang bass, yeah, great, but Fender have released tons and tons of basses since then that are all really good. And But that, like, I think, still sits um, on a sort of pedestal above a lot of the other things that have come out because it is different. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that it's the best bass that Fender or that anybody's ever released. I'm not saying that at all. But that's not what this is for me. For me this is is this product still relevant in 2018 like it was in 2017? The Valentine absolutely. I think the Valentine has genuinely solidified itself as a um real of guitar shops and will continue to and that guitar will be there for as long as Ernie Ball can keep a contract with James Valentine the MS3 I am less convinced of I think that it's I still think it's a great product and I, I actually have been considering buying one but if you look at what other products Boss have put out in that period of time I don't think the MS3 has held it's has held up has like held itself in the way that the ES5 and ES8 well, did. Well, I think well, the ES8 is the most important. I yes, I would say I, I I think probably the RE20. I think well, most yeah, important boss the, product. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. I, I'd say I, I think because it opened the market to a much wider audience, and I think the only thing the MS3 does have going for it, but also is a negative, is the fact that it's got effects built in, and I think people see that and go, I don't want that. Yeah, um, yeah. I um, they just want the three. They just want the three loops. Playing, playing in a genre where the, everyone does have massive pedal boards, most I mean, this, people who use DS8s switch to MS3. I know, this is, this is the other like, thing. The MS3 has had a massive impact, yeah. certainly in, in, in you know the pedal boards that I see. And for, for what it's worth from a retailer perspective, in January, we got in four James Valentines. We've got four James Valentines right now. So really? what, what, Yeah. So what we're saying isn't, it's not like, has it stood the test of time? It's like, we like it. If we want to give it the award because we like it, that is cool. But people aren't buying James Valentines. I guess it's the not question, a popular guitar. The, the question for me and the way I'd see it is like, if someone offered you these products now and obviously take value out of it, which one of these would you like to have? 
the Valentine would still be the one that I yeah, would want. Same. There is an argument to say, okay, well, probably the biggest seller out of all of these is the Offset Mustang base. Well, if no, you guys probably know. the biggest seller is probably the Canyon. Ma- oh, actually, not, actually, almost definitely. Yeah, but I'm not sure that's true because there's so many other pedals that do what the can that do, yeah, do the canyon yeah. thing, and even in uh, electronics, uh, 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 taking delay tails, nothing does that. Yeah, but I mean, not I, that one specific effect, but you know, like a delay that's got multiple sounds on it that's about a yeah. hundred and something quid. Um, you know, I don't think that stands out in I that think, pack as much as yeah. something like. You know, if you're saying that the offset Mustang bass is very, very popular still, yeah, that's a pretty good achievement for a short scale bass that, you know, is is yeah. pretty niche. I think the thing is, is that I don't think the James Valentine's going to evolve into anything else, but maybe things like the Canyon MS3, and obviously the offset Mustang bass have evolved into other products because the offset Mustang bass has proven really popular. That Fender have got a whole bunch of new products because they're like loads of people want Mustangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. the same with Canyon. Loads of people have bought well, Canyon. And, and I think if you take the, if you don't just focus on that one product and you just look at the Offset series as a whole, I think that you know you take those Mustangs, the Geosonics, um, and it's just that range was just so popular and brought um, a high quality Mexico yeah. made Fender to a, a group of people who maybe wouldn't have gone for yeah. that sort of guitar in the past, but. One thing I think that's different about this year compared to the other years that we've done this is we've often looked back at the winner and gone, uh, no, that isn't my favourite thing of these things now. And the James Valentine is still my favourite thing of these things. If that's what the criteria is. Yeah. I think it has to be guitar nerds. The criteria is do we like it or has it stood the test of time but two different... Well, no, no, it's it's not do we like it because, yeah, we obviously like all these things because they were in there. But it's more like... Do we look back on things like, you know, when we put the Echo Line pedal through as number one, or was it number one or number two? It was number one. one. Number one, one year. And the next year, <laughs> we went through and said, actually, that probably wasn't the best thing that year. Well, didn't didn't that beat the Katana? Yes, I think it did. Um, yeah. You know, we, we look back. Fools. At, we yeah, look, we were totally. We, we looked totally. back at it in the next year and went, we made the wrong decision here. I still absolutely stand by we made the completely, right decision last completely. year. And, and I, I, think, I think that. The MS3 is probably still the second best product. Yeah, yep, I totally yeah. agree. I totally agree. So, are cool. we going to award the Ernie Ball Sterling James Valentine 2018's best product of 2017? Yeah. Despite my shop having never sold one, <laughs> yes, I think that says way more about, about you, you personally <laughs> than the oh, uh, than the shop. Not Joe the shop, Branton. Joe Branton. Yeah, 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 yeah. With that, we should wrap this one up. That's been the uh, final day of the deliberations for the categories for Gear of the Year 2018. So tomorrow we are going into the final where we are talking about whether the Charvel DK24, the Fender Player Strat, the Boss DC2W, the Thorpey Dane, the Line 6 HX Stomp, the Boss GT1000, the Milkman the Amp, the Fender Hot Rod 4 Pro Junior, the Ernie Ball Stingray Special, the Fender Rumble Studio, the Dunlop Mini Iso Brick, or the Omec Teleport are the best gear of the year. <sighs> wow. Join us tomorrow for some fun and games. Bye-bye. Cheers, right. gang. Farewell. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com.